This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello and welcome to the All by the Popcorn podcast. I'm Alessandra. And I'm Emily. And today we are back at our quarantine movie roulette with the movie Twister from 1996. Yes, I actually watched Twister like while I was at work um, because, you know, we just we just put a lot of movies on in the background. And uh, I obviously was not paying attention because there were a lot of things that happened in this movie that I was like, I do not remember this happening. This was... A ride. Oh, a wild, <laughs> wild ride. <laughs> um, I had known about this movie for a long time. Definitely was on the TV sometimes when I was growing up. And uh, I did not realize the scope of this movie and the, the destruction and the, uh, the, the special effects of this movie. Like, the practical effects are really, really good. And the CGI effects are not so good. But, um... As a, you know, film, it's it's fun. It's a fun movie. Yes. Um, it was funny telling my parents that I was watching this movie. Um, both of them went, oh, with Helen Hunt? Yep. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, yes, with Helen Hunt. I love Helen Hunt. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, the CG, I'm sure, I'm sure the CG looked amazing back in the day, because uh, this movie did actually get nominations for, like, best effects and mm-hmm. best sound. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so I'm sure these were uh, state-of-the-art uh, equipment <laughs> back then, but uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. There was, there were some questionable trees and items heading towards you that I was like, is this, is this what I think it is? And it started off with, like, a satellite in outer space, like... At a blurry oh earth, God. and I was like, what that, the satellite, fuck is that? that satellite was hilarious. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, but I mean, the, but I would say that you know, aside from the 1996 CGI, the the practical effects, um, the filmmaking aspect of it was great. The destruction, it really kind of felt like you were on the Universal. Um, you know, studio tour in a lot of this, like, you know, that part where there's kind of that, like, breaking earthquake, and then there's a flood um, in this, in the Universal Studio tour, it kind of felt like this whole movie was like that, where it's like, things are falling all over the place, there's a lot of debris, it's like, you know, kind of um, some, some really good stunt stuff, and really good, like, crashing and things like that, you know, I thought that was really fun. Yeah, it did. It did feel like that. Just with just the the craziness of it. It also kind of reminded me of like um, San Andreas, like the mm-hmm. just the or 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 even like Independence Day um, with just like the, yeah. the the crazy weather, the, the crazy, like just catastrophic, apocalyptic, almost like just disasters that can happen. Um, 
which and this poster is terrifying. It like if is. you like Twister is just written in like this bright red. It looks like it's been like scratched into something. Like yeah. and it and just the 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 twi- the tornado itself is just like like dark and and like people running away from like it's a super it's, scary. It's Helen Hunt and Bill Paxton running away in this like yeah. black um tornado and it says don't breathe don't look back twister the dark side of nature oh my gosh (laughs) and you know what else is crazy is that we watched this right as there are some crazy tornadoes happening like in um like where was it like i was um i was watching like it just came up on the news it was just it was just like there's some crazy tornadoes that were happening in the in the midwest right now really yeah, I had no idea. Uh, like, I had no idea that there were um, such crazy storms happening. One of the writers of this movie is Michael Crichton, who wrote Jurassic Park, and he wrote Westworld, and he's just good at making some oh. really compelling stories. Um, and obviously, this is a very, very dramatic movie. Everything about it is extremely dramatic. It's like non-stop as well as i see on the poster it's the producers of jurassic park which is um amblin you know which is steven spielberg and everything um and the director of speed so speed is that movie with keanu reeves and um sandra bullock that's like you know obviously it's like about a runaway bus so the entire thing is like at a level 100 like the whole movie and that's kind of what yeah. this one felt like. Like, whenever there was some kind of downtime, you're like, well, it's coming back. And that's basically what it was like the entire movie. Yeah, the downtime or, like, just the 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 moments with, with no tornado happening just felt super short. Because just immediately back into the action. Um, just immediately. But, um, yeah, other than that, a very compelling story, I will agree. Uh, some some character choices that I was a little confused about. Um, but other than that, a very fun, very fun, enjoyable, um, I guess not action. Well, yeah, action, action thriller movie. Um, yeah. And I like the little twist in there that, like, Helen Hunt is the child at the beginning where she loses her father. Well, um, yeah, I, to the I, tornado <laughs> from the beginning, and, uh, and uh, she's like, "I just, I was just watching. I was, right. I wasn't thinking too hard. I was just taking it in." Because well, they were yelling, um, "Joe!" Like the dad was like, "Were Joe, they?" I don't remember. Joe. And then they <laughs> was, were... that, was that was that the little girl's name? Yes. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Which is also extremely dramatic because, like, she goes in there with her mom, and then the dad's got like he's like holding it down. It's saying like, I can't hold on much longer and I'm like then why don't you just let it go and then go back with your wife who seems to be pretty <laughs> yeah, safe just over get there back like, further into the hole yeah like into the bunker why are you still there he said he said I can't hold on like five times yeah. <laughs> and then like, the, he then flew off go, with dude. the door which I mean he if you live off. if you live in a place with with twisters with like really bad tornadoes why would you just have like a single lock on a door to your tornado cave 
like your bunker. Like literally, it was like right? one the most fragile little <laughs> lock that 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 can't hold anything. No, but like but like a a, a decrepit barn door shut. You could kick like, that open, man. Like you need like at yeah. least eight of those things, like at least, and then just like you need like a heavy steel door with like a latch. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's what you need. And they live in the middle of like you know Kansas. Like this is where it happens. <laughs> So. Yeah, the funny, uh, the 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 references to the Wizard of Oz was hilarious with the Dorothy mm-hmm. machine, mm-hmm. Um, super funny and and beautiful, beautiful uh, performance from Carrie Carrie Elwes. <laughs> um, fucking just, he's such a magical man. Yeah, he is. I I saw him once. Uh, he was doing a book tour when I was in London, so I went to one of his signings. Um. And that was oh, how was that? That was fun. We we watched The Princess Bride, me and Anne, and then he did like a Q and A that was a hundred percent like a script Q and A because I ended up going to the second <laughs> showing as well because Anne missed the first one, the first Q and A. Oh no! So I just held yeah. like like stuck around, and then I went into the second Q and A, and it was literally the exact same thing as I had just seen like two hours earlier. Seriously? Yes. Oh my god! And I was like, "Oh!" And because he was selling a book, and I didn't buy the book, I just had my. Uh, I was actually reading The Princess Bride at the time, like when I was in England. And mm. I was like, "This is perfect. I'm going to go get the sign." And and I I didn't uh, try to get him to sign my Princess Bride, um, because he was just signing his own book. I didn't have the nerve <laughs> to go up there and be like, "Will you sign my Princess Bride?" I didn't buy your book. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, you know. it's a it it takes a it takes a special kind of celebrity to uh to to sign something that that like they're not buying because I think what was it it was Diana Gabaldon who signed my mm-hmm. my um your outlander version of of outlander that I already had um right. and I wasn't even in line I gave it to someone I entrusted my book with some yeah. with some random person that we met at Comic Con I know I was like I was like oh you're getting in line for that can you. <laughs> They were so nice about it. They were like, oh, I'll, uh, you know, I'll let, I'll sign They, like, exchanged phone numbers. And then, like, we have found each other afterwards. And she's like, yeah, I got it signed. And I was like, oh, my gosh, thank you, kind stranger. Dude, like, the people at Comic-Con can be just the sweetest. They're such wonderful people. (laughs) I really miss it. They're the best people you will ever meet. (laughs) But also the worst. Like, it's, like, a really big (laughs) cross-section. That's true. I mean, there are definitely some. Like, I mean, you. It, but it's it's also survival of the fittest. There, exactly. Like, you gotta, that's what I'm saying. You got you got to be willing to 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 sacrifice everything, everything that you have in order to to get into the panel if you want. Well, I bet there are some Twister lovers out there. I I think I've heard on a podcast somebody's favorite movie was Twister, and I get it. It's a really? fun movie. Like, I definitely. Um, I loved it. I love Bill Paxton. He's great. You know, I think I need to watch more movies with him. There was a part of it where he he hugged Philip Seymour Hoffman, and it was such a wonderful hug. And I was like, oh, R.I.P. Philip Seymour Hoffman and Bill Paxton, you know, in this beautiful yeah, hug. Yeah, the... Um- the chemistry between between all the storm chasers and Bill Paxton was just really great. Like they had some great actors um, in this in this mm-hmm. group, and they just they just all seemed like a fun ragtag team of like 
<laughs> of just like really fun storm chasers, yeah. um, which was just really great in comparison to to Carrie's group, a uh, Jonas, right. who just like who just like is in it for the money and doesn't care about the science and um, and uh, and I I really liked that part. The the only part that kind of it was funny and and maybe that's kind of the more reason behind it was uh was Bill Paxton's um new fiance. Oh, yeah, she was funny. Um just Yeah. <laughs> she was fun. She was funny, but just like tagging along like like yeah, it, just... a part of me was like why would you why would you travel here in like the worst like like tornado season? Mm-hmm. <laughs> to get your divorce paper signed. <laughs> like, this just seemed so unrealistic. Well, the whole that, movie like... is extremely unrealistic, but what I thought was really funny, yeah, and I saw, you know, right through it, was, you know, the it's it's an extremely implausible story, obviously, in, in, its, in a sense, but it's basically a premise. The whole thing is like, Let's watch the the you know. Let's see what it's like. Let's peek inside the the sexy world of storm tracing, storm tracing, and let's follow Bill Harding, played by Bill Paxton, who tried to get away because he had had some random divorce with his ex wife, Doctor Joe Harding, and he meets a new lady. But then he's literally sucked back in when the storm. Yeah, like what? Like what was like what was this about? Like like how did you? How could you leave Helen Hunt? You obviously loved her and still loved being a storm. Like, what happened there? But like, just it's just the, the fact parallel. that we're just throwing... There's so many questions. <laughs> there's so many questions left unanswered of, like, why did you even leave? He's, like, what are you doing? literally sucked back in. Like, that is the point of the story, is there's a tornado that sucks things up, and Bill Paxton is sucked back into storm chasing. It is exactly the the parallel there you go. it's so clear and so obvious it's like it's not subtle at all no definitely nothing not. is subtle but i do agree the the woman who played melissa was hilarious she was like a therapist and like but she was like a uh like a like a pregnancy therapist like a uh she was like a oh, what was it a reproductive she was like a therapist a reproductive, reproductive therapist, therapist. Okay. yes and yes, so yes. like they were kind of making fun of her in the movie but um she really like lasted a lot longer than i expected coming into such close calls with these insane tornadoes and being scared out of her mind and just like it's not for everybody <laughs> like she shouldn't have made her come along she shouldn't have stayed no they behind. shouldn't have <laughs> they, they needed to put her somewhere safe because i mean it's it seemed like everywhere they went they, they were just like hours away from from different cities and towns and stuff but it felt like nowhere was safe no like it's it's just everywhere they went it was just just death and destruction and, basically and meg's house got like totally trash i swear to god i thought she was gonna die i was like oh man she's dying dude there's no way she's right? living through this and she fucking when lived. she like yeah when she like fell through the floor and like had that stuff on her i was like and she was all bloody oh, dude. i was like oh no 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 <laughs> but just how close they were to these tornadoes was absolutely hilarious like they'd literally be like the car would be picked up by a tornado but they wouldn't and just like this these funnel like and then in the end when they were inside the tornado it was absolutely insane it, it was 
ridiculous. Oh, they weren't getting killed by the debris that was flying all around them. Like, I don't know how I, they, they. I mean, it's obviously because it's a movie, but if this was real life, they would be dead. They would hundred percent be dead. The amount of like debris that's that is like being tossed around at like thousand miles, you know, an hour. Yeah, legit cows and and other cars yes. and, and houses and boats. And that that, and, that and, big and just, like, thing e- that came in and stabbed stuff. that woman, <laughs> that stabbed that guy that was driving with Carrie. <laughs> yes, like the the pole that just went through the windshield and just demolished a dude. <laughs> oh yeah. my god! It was uh, it was intense. <laughs> It was so intense. Like, I was sitting there, like, watching. I, w- I was like, oh! <laughs> like, like, whenever anything would happen. Yeah. And then just, like, oh my gosh, the, the very first one where they just go under that bridge and the and the truck gets taken. Uh, and she, she's like, she's like, I want to see it! She's, like, crawling out from under the bridge. And I'm like, are you crazy, woman? What she was absolutely insane. Like, nothing that she's she was insane. saying made any sense. She's like, go back, go back. We got to get Dorothy in there. And I'm like you're gonna die like i don't know what what to tell you but if you go any closer to that thing it's gonna suck you up i don't know how it doesn't um not to mention that this machine was was not very well made if you had to literally stand in the eye of the tornado to turn this thing on and then get out within seconds (laughs) the fact that they had to like unlatch it from the back of the car and then they somehow managed to cut up a bunch of Coke bottles, uh, Coke cans, and tie them into shapes of, of spin wheels on top of these little tiny, like, plastic circles. And they, she, like, made all of the, the goons do this, and then, like, within, like, 15 minutes, they had made thousands of these things. And I was like, what? Yeah. That would take and, and days. The... <laughs> Right. And the and the uh the the driving scenes were just so funny and they were so cool. Like just watching <laughs> the, the just the caravans of, of trucks yeah. just following behind each other, like making super sharp turns and driving through fields. <laughs> it was like I'm like, please be safe. Like, are there other people on these roads? Like I would assume not, because if a twister's out, you should be first of all, not living there. <laughs> You got to click through the photos that are on this IMDb because there's a lot of them. There's a picture of Carrie Elwes like at the premiere with his girlfriend and he is just like effortlessly cool in this picture. He's wearing sunglasses and like a baggy kind of open coat and it's just great. Oh my gosh, I need to see this. Hold on. It's it. like the 10th picture on the photo gallery. Oh, with the with the brown jacket. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh, He's such a. Cutie. And Helen Helen Hunt was wearing like a sheer shirt with like a, just a black bra underneath. It's yep. it's a it's a real choice. <laughs> it's a real look. Oh yeah, and this like and this like super nineties like purple silver. Purple silver. Yes. Um, eye makeup. Eyeshadow. Yes. Oh my god. Yes. Uh, it's it's glorious. It really Absolutely is. glorious. This this movie oh is a time goodness. capsule if I ever saw it. Um Oh my gosh. It's it's so weird. Like like you and I will watch even older movies. Like and, and, and I won't I won't sit there and be like, Wow, this is an old movie. Like I'll I'll like sit here and watch Twister and be like, This is an old movie. 
Yeah, and like obviously I know that this movie took place in Kansas, but it was like the least diverse movie I've ever seen. Like there's there's like nobody of any other colors in this movie. It's like just white people. <laughs> Completely. It's like Completely. I know that's not true. Like Kansas has a ton of people. I know that it's mostly white, but you don't have to like come on. Just make it a little yeah. bit more interesting in there it's it's not it's not the reality of life here there no. there was that no. one uh woman who was a little bit more like she she had you know she was a little bit more tomboyish so i was glad they had her oh yeah like the the only other girl on the team yeah i mean but it was like put more women in this why there's so many guys yeah. It's like you have you have the two girls, hot Helen Hunt, yep. who's just like a badass crazy lady, and then you have the tomboy. The tomboy, and then there's the old aunt. Like that's yeah. it. And then there's and then there's and the then girlfriend. It, the annoying girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> which which she wasn't that annoying. No, she was but... I mean, she they like like I know I I can definitely see that the character was maybe meant to be more annoying, but like she was just honestly inquisitive and like and people were just answering her. Like she was just like, "What's a like what's an F five?" And everyone goes silent. And they're like, "What's an F five? Only one person seen an F 5 And she's like, <laughs> "It's just like to to just be an ultimate like <laughs> like tenth wheel with, with this group, which is just." It was hilarious. Like, this girl was just doing the best she could, and then <laughs> it was just so funny. Like, she was really good. She was really awesome. Yeah. It she was... was hanging out with uh, with Philip Seymour Hoffman the whole time. You're it was right. just a delight. I love his character. His character was really, really funny. He was a really kooky dude. Just and all like... the, the really good music he would play. Yeah, like all that hair metal just, like, in the car on the TV as they were driving around. Um... It, you know, it was definitely some really fun 90s. I, it did really remind me of Independence Day because of how intense it was. And obviously yeah. this seemed like kind of a blockbuster movie as well. Probably made a lot of money. Yeah, and did you hear the music during the during the end credits? It made me think of like a <laughs> Bill and Ted. Oh, like yeah. very synthy. Yes, with the and guitar. Like, <laughs> with the electric yes, guitar. Yes, with the guitar. Yeah. It was just like super, super <laughs> awesome music during the end credits. Yeah. Like they would, I mean, a movie like this, it just would not be the same today. Like we have San Andreas. We've got like disaster movies today, which they had their moment. They had their time to shine. But, um,. They're just so super CGI that they're not as fun. You know, they're just kind of like way, 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 way too crazy. I feel like Twister, because yeah. it's just about insane tornadoes, it's like the more implausible part is not the tornadoes themselves, but the the fact that they were getting so close to them and not dying and all that. Um, like, you would have expected at least one of these people in this group to die, and none of them died which is just what yeah. <laughs> like at least I, one of them yeah. would have died I'm very surprised i mean i'm i'm even surprised that that meg that aunt meg didn't even die I like I, it's, it's it seems like this would be the movie to have someone die uh, yeah but just just made the like the stakes like less intense you know it's like what yeah uh, 
like what was going on there like what why you know i would have expected people to die and it was so surprising that nobody did really but um i guess maybe the people who are watching the shining because that was pretty messed up i did like all the references to like other movies because we had references to Dor you know dorothy wizard of oz and then we they were watching the shining at that outdoor movie theater and then um one of them one of the guys said that's no moon that's a space station <laughs> referencing star oh. wars and i was like oh, okay mm -hmm. that's cute yeah that's fun mm -hmm. oh um speaking of steven spielberg and you know jaws and everything i um went to martha's vineyard in the last few weeks which we were going to talk about on the in a future toppings and that's where they filmed jaws really yes you mean they didn't film it in the in the uni uh, Universal Studios movie lot? Well, they filmed the the water parts there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they filmed the beach scenes and everything on Martha's Vineyard. That's cool. Yeah, it was awesome. There was like jaw stuff. Yeah. There was like shops that were like they had like uh, Shark Week stuff everywhere, like jaw stuff. Um, it was pretty cute. I was I was like, oh, this is awesome, because <laughs> you know that's really cool. Yeah, <laughs> it's a, it's an iconic movie. Yeah, I feel like we need to add more of these uh, disaster movies. Um, like uh, like I want like what like what are some other ones that we should add? Like like War of the Worlds or like. Uh, well, my favorite like, is uh, uh, the Day After Tomorrow. I think the drama in that movie is really fun. I think that, like, the actual storyline has Jake Yellenhuli in it, and he's great, and Emmy Rossum. Jake Yellenhuli. <laughs> um, that, that's actually on our list. Yes, I know, because um, I so love that movie. In our, <laughs> yeah, in our end-of-the-world apocalypse section, we do have The Day After Tomorrow. Um, it's just not on the wheel yet, yeah. but it's, it's, it's on the, the ever-growing list that we can just keep adding movies to and eventually get them on the get them on, the, on <laughs> we, the wheel we need to start putting some um more classic films things that we're really missing you know some like um french new wave movies or something some stuff like that we really need to get more into film history and i i think you know 90s film history twister is definitely part of that so we got something yeah we should definitely add like a like an international movie section um i don't because i don't think we do um yeah, we, well, we were like... talking about making a whole new wheel dedicated to documentaries, which would be so great. Um, we can even just, I mean, or instead of just adding a wheel, we can just add a section to this. I mean, this is this is a very long list. We haven't even we haven't even scratched through half of these movies <laughs> that we have on this list. I know. Um, yeah. But I mean, but but what we're trying to do is we're trying to at least get get one from every genre, mm -hmm. like like on the wheel at least once. Like there are some there are some genres that we haven't even touched yet, but we can definitely start adding them um, at some point. But yeah, another one that comes to mind is like World War Z. Was that like a good or, or like world? Yeah. What, what was the one that had a Z in it? Yeah, that's the one with. Um... Um, Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt, right? yes, and the zombies. I remember watching that one. Um, that one kind of scarred me World a little War bit. That was Z. a really scary movie. What's the one? Um, what's the one where it's at the Universal Studios movie lot? Um, where you come across like the the broken plane, like and, oh, and there's that's just War debris of the everywhere. That's War of the Worlds. Okay, yeah, 
All right, I just added that one. Uh, added War of the Worlds and World War Z to the list. Okay. So, do we have anything else to say about Twister? Um, <laughs> not really. Other than I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was definitely fun. They just don't make movies like this anymore. <laughs> they definitely don't. Um, and that's that's a little sad. Yeah, a little sad. Yeah. Um, but you know what? It's, it's, I mean, it's fine. Um, let's look at the, uh, let's look at the plot keywords for this movie. Um, so we've got crashing a car into a house. Oh my gosh, do you remember that scene? (laughs) (laughs) When they were driving on the street. That was so funny. I was, I was like... I mean, that was already at a really intense part of the movie, but I was cracking up. I was like, that is the funniest thing I've ever seen. The fact that they had an actual car crashing through the house, too, was great. Like, that's the practical effects that I want. It was so awesome. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my gosh. And it's like driving up the stairs. Like, it it made no sense. Like, the fact that this house, they're like driving up the stairs, but then still came out at like the bottom half of the house. I I don't know if it was like rolling as they were still driving in it. Like, I don't know how that works, but. Dude, it didn't um, make any sense, but, you know. It didn't make any sense, but it was awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. But it was awesome. Um, So, that was the first one Uh, Crashing a Car into a House, Drive in Theater, Drive in Movie, Storm Chaser, Disaster. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Uh, and really not even like tornado like really just disaster just disaster straight up disaster okay sure um i'm gonna read look at this trivia the the top one says after bill paxton died spotter network choreographed 200 storm chasers to spell out bp with their gps tracker blips on radar display to honor him this kind of tribute had only been done five times before, but it was the first time it had been done for someone who wasn't a storm chaser. Oh. Oh. <laughs> That's the, like, nerdiest thing I've ever heard in my life. That's adorable. That's so sweet. I wonder if, like, this... I bet you this movie really inspired people to become storm chasers. Really? <laughs> yes, Emily. It's the sexy side of storm chasing. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I don't. Did you I, see I don't Helen so, Hunt? But... She's like so suave. She's like so sexy. I mean, I mean, yeah, but like she was also kind of crazy. I know. <laughs> she really reminded me of. Um, <gasps> oh my god! God, Emily, Jesus. Okay, I was re- I was reading one of the trivia's, yes. and I honestly thought that some of these tornadoes sounded like an animal Dude, screaming. You gotta read this. Like, you gotta read this. I see what you're. I see it. It's amazing. Yes, you gotta read a it. recording of a camel's moan was slowed down <laughs> and used as the sound of the tornado. I thought that these tornadoes sounded fucking weird, man. <laughs> like. Dude, yeah, it was. As I was it watching was like, this. I, I thought they sounded like dinosaurs. Yeah, they totally did. Like they sounded like dinosaurs. Um, I gotta read this other one. This is insane. It was the first movie released on DVD, and the last released on HD DVD. What? What? Are you? What does that even mean? Are you kidding me? What? <laughs> the very first movie. The, the first ever movie to be released on DVD. Ever I am, in ever. I can't even believe it. That's that's insane. <laughs> it 
There had to be one, though. How do you even know that? There had to be one. DVD would know. Oh, and it says Tom Hanks was the original choice for Bill. Oh. Wow. Well, well, well. (gasps) No. I don't think so. I think I think Bill Paxton did a really good yeah, job. Yeah, apparently he was chosen by James Cameron because of his southern everyman charm. There you go. Uh-huh. There you go. Um, another fun one. Um, a jet engine from a Boeing 707 was used to generate wind in some scenes. There was some crazy wind. Oh, yeah. <laughs> crazy wind. Oh, yeah. Um... It says Helen Hunt was injured while filming the scene where the truck drives through the corn when the door was forced back under her head. For later shots, the door was wedged open. I honestly don't know how they ended up opening the car door on the corn like that because it wouldn't have stayed open. I don't know how the the corn was whacking it closed. It wouldn't have stayed open. You know? Yeah, and 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 I'm assuming that a corn is a corn's a pretty a pretty tough plant. Yeah. That, like, like, I mean, just someone pushing open a door, like, I don't think you'd even be able to open those doors. It's not as tough as you'd think, but because they're driving so fast, it's hitting it really fast. And there's, like, you know, thousands of them hitting it. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, yeah, that seemed crazy. The Oh, my God. <laughs> I gotta read this one because it'll... This, there's, this is insane. The explosion of the oil tanker was originally mistimed and was not caught on film. DeBont decided not to tell the studio immediately, and the stunt was reset and filmed again, costing a rumored $500,000. To bring in another <gasps> oil tanker to to blow up? Oh my god, I can't believe it was even real. Why would they blow up a real oil tanker? <laughs> That's my question. Oh my god. Gosh. There's no way they do that anymore. There's no way. That's crazy. Oh my gosh. Oh, what's this one? The <sighs> instrument package used in the movie um, Dorothy is an homage to the instrument pack real tornado researchers attempt to place in the paths of tornadoes, which are usually called T-O-T-O mm-hmm. or Toto. That's cute. I like it. Super cute. I can't. Oh, oh my All right. God. Any other fun trivia? Yes. Okay. What? what? <laughs> In an early Which scene one? when Philip Seymour Hoffman is sitting on a lawn chair, he lifts his leg in the air while laughing. His genitals are fully visible for a split second. It was edited out of the DVD and VHS releases, but it was leaked from VHS screeners sent to industry professionals. <gasps> oh my gosh <laughs> philip i can't that's so funny he wasn't wearing underwear that's hilarious uh, okay I, we gotta stop reading these there's just there's way 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 too many trivias there's too many good ones there's, there's too many good ones i know this movie's just crazy it has a remarkable 68 meta score which is like i mean wow um, I didn't think it would be this high. That is really I high. I really didn't. Like, that's very high. Uh, uh, okay, I'll read the Chicago Sun-Times Roger Ebert. Gave it a 63. You want loud, dumb, skillful, escapist entertainment? Twister works. You want to think? Think twice about seeing it. Whoa! <laughs> that's great. Whoa! Okay. Let's see. I went to uh, um, I went to Metacritic. Um, there are twelve positive reviews, 
four mixed reviews and one negative review. Uh, so let's take a look. Wow, okay. Um, you said you read the Roger Ebert one? Okay. I'm gonna read the lowest one. Um, the, I guess the San, San Francisco Examiner or something? Mm -hmm. The SF? I'm assuming that's San Francisco. Um, gave it a 38. Um, big swirls of computer-generated dirt. A bickering <laughs> couple and the dead certainty that the fiancé will leave and the bickerers will get back together. An exciting night out or what? A hundred percent, though. Like, I mean... I mean, that's, that, she's not wrong. Barbara, you're not wrong. You're not wrong, Barbara. That's exactly what we all knew was going to happen. What? Oh, my God. This one, by the way, Washington Post is hilarious. They gave it a 40, and it just says, Twister not only blows, it sucks, too. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Wow. That was so great. These are so much fun. Um, I'll, Come on. I'll read the 80 from Empire. It says, this film encompasses everything that is both grating and great about the blockbuster. It gives scant regard to character depth or dialogue while being a must-see hoopla of computer trickery that weakens the knees and raises the neck hairs. <laughs> There you go. Come on. There you go. I mean, it probably didn't deserve an 80, but Ian Ian got it all. I mean, come on. It was a good time. It was a good time. Yeah. Leave Twister alone. I, I think some, most of these reviewers really took it as it was and didn't think about, yeah. you know, the fact that it's not extremely deep and most of this is very implausible, but it is a movie and I'm glad it was made. You know what? Me too. <laughs> Me too. That's, that's all I got to say about that. That's all we've got to say about that. Um, let us let us spin the wheel and see what movie we will be watching next. Um, so let's see. The movies we've got on the list on the wheel now are Million Dollar Baby. Ghost from 1990, Annie from 2014, Stranger Than Fiction, Pan's Labyrinth, and Top Hat from 1935. Wow, we have a lot of variety in this right now. We do. That was the whole point, was that we really would have no clue. It's complete chance. Um, all right, let's do... Start this recording. Um... All right, here we go. What are we going to watch? Let's turn the volume up. Hopefully you guys can hear it. All right, here we go. <gasps> Is it ghost? It's Alessandra, do not. Is it ghost? <laughs> it was ghost! <gasps> You crazy person! Dude, I've been wanting ghosts for so long! You, Me too, dude. I've always wanted to see ghosts. I'm so excited! Like, so bad. That's great. I'm so excited. This... I, can't, I cannot believe you called it. Well, I called it last time. I didn't call it... I didn't say anything this time. You've been you've been calling it every time, basically, <laughs> well, like it was, what it's gonna be. It was eventually gonna get gonna hit, um, but it hit it now. So that's true. 
That's great. That's true. Really excited about Ghost. Um, so stay tuned for that. Patrick Swayze yeah, coming at you. Yeah, stay tuned for that for whenever we get to that. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's been a long time since we did one of these, but now that the Oscars are over, we will definitely try and put these in the rotation a bit better. Oh, God, yeah. Um, that Oscars were just... Wow. That was that was that was a wild ride as well, just as year, much as Twister. It hits us in the face. It's like a punch in the face every year. The whole the whole month of of getting prepared for the Oscars just felt like being in in the eye of a Twister, like completely, <laughs> completely. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm just I'm winded. All right. Um. So coming up next is Ghost. Um. If you enjoyed this episode, if you enjoyed Twister. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, that was hilarious. I'm sorry, continue. Trying to do my outro. I know. Okay, okay. Um, if you enjoyed this episode, if you enjoyed Twister, please let us know. We would love to hear from you. You can email us at allbythepopcornpodcast at gmail.com, um, or you can let us know in the comment section of SoundCloud or Facebook. Just search All By The Popcorn. Um, if you also want to rate and review our show, please do that on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. We are also now on Spotify, and if you need notifications on future episodes that we release, please follow our social media. We have Twitter, at By The Popcorn, and Instagram, at All By The Popcorn Podcast. And uh, we also have merch, and we have a YouTube channel. Just search All By The Popcorn Podcast and subscribe to that. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Goodbye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.